This is the police. And then, bam, bam, bam. Hammering knocks fired Melissa Bennett to her feet, her mind jarred. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. The stench of copper impaled her senses. Broad blue eyes locked on the hardwood floor slicked with blood, and the body in the center of it all. That of a friend whose fight and agonized shrieks now dulled to spasms and murmurs, low and indistinct. My baby, help. Holding fast to her sliced abdomen, the bleeding woman heaved the groans past her mumbles. She moved her lips to speak again, but a wheeze and wet cough stole her cries for help. Then more blood bubbled to her mouth's surface. She would die soon her and her unborn child. Shit, Melissa grated, fault and fright feasting on her insides. Shit, shit, shit! She jumped back. The soiled knife dropped from trembling, blood-stained hands to the ground with a clang. Oh, no, no, no! The damned voices. She shouldn't have listened to them. Why did I listen? Why? Why did I listen? Hours ago, the voices were her salvation. The voices were her direction. Now they taunted her, berated her for doing the very thing they'd wanted from her all along. Oh, God, God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Bam, bam, bam! The thrashing knocks again. Open up! Another order. Swift kicks went to work on the wooden door, one after another, severing decrepit hinges with each fatal blow. Grabbing up her weapon, Melissa ran toward the exit through which she had first come with her victim, restrained and unconscious from an unexpected bash to the head as the barrier came undone. Sirens exploded. Footsteps closed in. Mommy! Mommy! Wait, please! A little girl wailed. For her. Stop, Mommy! Please, don't go! Don't leave me! Those cries, desolate and pained, faded with each pound of Melissa's path to a freedom somewhere in the darkness if she could just find it. Come on, come on. It has to be somewhere around. Mommy, mommy, please, come back. Tears sprang to her eyes. She should go back and get her. After all, she did this to keep her daughter safe and out of the way of a harm she believed would wind its way back into their lives if she didn't do... something. The voices, magnified by pictures of a dark and ever-present past, told her so. Do you love your daughter? they'd challenged. Do you? As if they didn't know. As if they needed the proof. She would do anything for her. If danger lurked anywhere around her little girl, she couldn't take the chances. She had to heed the warning now and get moving, leave the consequences for later, kill if necessary. Melissa hoped one day the precocious little redhead named Abigail, who never left her side, would understand and, perhaps, forgive her. But for now, the child didn't deserve a life on the run. That much he knew for sure. Abby, honey, I I can't. Mommy, sorry. The mother whispered in tears, still running fast and blind, right and left down pitch dark and dingy halls in search of the way out. Mommy's so sorry for getting you into all of this. As she ran, the bottom of one of her sneakers caught the shoelace of the other. Ignoring it, She kept running, and somewhere in the madness, the lace loosened. She nearly tripped when the shoe came off. Keep going, she thought, kicking the sneaker out of the way as she did just that. Go, go, go. Don't get caught. Don't get caught. 
More heavy tracks melted with Abby's sobs and barreled behind her. They came closer, gaining fast. She sped up. Police! Another voice boomed. Stop! She looked around. Nothing but dark, pierced by the thin beam of a flashlight, greeted her. She ducked in evasion of the light. Feeling around in the blackness, she found a knob to the structure's back entry, turned it, and huddled to the floor, escaped. Once outside, she found one of the many hiding spots the area offered, and from tormenting memory selected the tall, thick tree a few feet away. Thunder indicating the start of a downpour quieted Melissa's climb up the branches. No cop heard or saw a thing. In the bushel of leaves at the top, she pulled out her cell and dialed the number of the lone person she knew would help her now, praying she'd be right in her assumption. She hadn't spoken to him in years, but he had always been one of the good guys that were few and far between in her life. If nothing else, he would at least hear her out.